Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, welcome into the House of L podcast. I am uh, L of House of L. I started this podcast with 3.16 left on the clock for the Bears in their game against the Saints. You know why? Because there's no chance at all of the Bears rallying and coming back. And in fact, I started the podcast the moment after they got hard counted again on a third down play to give a first and goal to Drew Brees and the Saints. This game was a disaster. The Bears had more penalties than points. I should probably just end the podcast there. The Bears had more penalties than points. There's a couple things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about I want to talk about the timidity in Mitch and the offense after there were some mistakes. I want to be very clear. Bears offensive players blew opportunities for this game to be competitive early on. Javon Wims dropped what was a sure touchdown pass and a play that probably changes the game. I want to be very clear about that. But after that, what we saw from Mitchell Trubisky was a guy making business decisions and a coach who didn't trust him enough to allow him to try and rally this team. It wasn't going to happen because the Bear, on the other side, the Bears' defense couldn't tackle, which we'll get to in a little bit. It wasn't going to happen, though. But you had Mitch. I couldn't believe on the fourth and four play, he just kind of went out of bounds. Olin Krutz tweeted about it in, in the moment and said, you can't do that in a playoff game. And he's right. And I know that football brings out, like, the Neanderthal in all of us. Like, all of us that that weren't blessed with enough talent to play at this level, it brings the Neanderthal out in us. But I'm telling you, that was a, a moment where even if you fail, it's appreciated that you dropped your shoulder and tried to pick up the first down. Or you went helicopter man and dove for the first down. And he didn't. And beyond that timidity that we saw from Mitchell we also saw it with him checking down plays late in the game when the game was still in sight like to me an 11 point lead is still a game that's in sight it's a two possession game and you're checking it down you're you're not trying to fit the ball because it's I imagine been drilled into your head drilled into your head don't make the big mistake don't cost us and I wonder also what he thought about who he was auditioning for in the offseason as well if that played a role and why we saw a timid version 
of Mitchell Trubisky. It was it was damn frustrating. For once, go be the crazy gunslinger guy. Like you're that a lot when no one wants you to be. In a game where you have to have it, in a game where you need some sort of aggression. This is what we ended up getting. You got the timid guy. You got this. You played scared. He's going to look back on this film and go, why did I play so scared? And it's a shame. It really is. You take an aggressive shot, and it sucks. Like, Wim's not catching that ball absolutely sucks. I get it. But it was like all their courage offensively went straight out the window. Straight out the window after that ball was dropped. And it's it's shameful. They never got David Montgomery going. They never got their run game in check. And I know that you're going up against a defense that's really good. It's a defense that has a lot of players, and they've done a great job on both third down and in the red zone. But, damn it, you didn't even really try. And some of the some of the play calls were just horrible. Absolutely horrible. Let's talk about something else that we continue to see. I said this on Twitter. I feel like this was Anthony Miller's last game as a bear. Now people thought that I was reacting solely to him getting kicked out of the game by the guy who got the other guy suspended eight weeks ago. That was not what I was saying. What I was saying was when you look at the, the totality of his career as a Bear, you are left with talent that never came to the surface more than in spurts. You have a guy that has significant talent. He's made some big catches. He has tremendous speed, but never lived up to it. You hear the – it's not even rumors. He actually said it himself that after his rookie year, he felt like he didn't work hard enough. He didn't work hard enough on learning the offense, that he could have done more. And that's what we're going to be left with. That's what we're going to be left with. We're going to be left with with watching this guy not, not fulfill his potential and beyond that, actively hurt his chances of remaining with the team and in the NFL. One of Anthony Miller's big problems is his lack of discipline. He would draw penalties at the worst times in games. His rookie year, his second year, he draw those penalties, and he did it again today. I am, I am stuck trying to figure out. You knew it. I knew it. Everyone knew that that Gardner-Johnson guy was going to try and goad you into 
making a bad play. When I talk with with my New Orleans guest this week, Mike Detillier, who covers the Saints, he he broke down how this guy does this. This is what he does. Like he is Cortland Finnegan on steroids. It should have been a point of coaching by your coaching staff. Don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. And guess what? Anthony Miller, it was happening early in the game. You could see it. Go back and watch. He, it was happening early in the game that they were falling for the banana in the tailpipe. That he was getting under their skin and they couldn't ignore it. In a close game at the time when Miller gets ejected, it's a close game. It's, it's a one-score game. At the time that he gets ejected, you can't let that guy do that to you. How I get so frustrated because I do like Matt Nagy. I've said that countless times on this very podcast. I get frustrated with the idea that part of the reason that he should continue to be the Bears head coach is because of the way he handles the locker room. This is part of that. Sorry about the light falling off. This is part of his job. Part of his job is to make sure that the guys don't screw up in situations like this. This is, I'm sure, I'm, I'm certain that they, they went over this. Like, I don't want to act like they totally ignored it because I know they didn't. I'm sure that Mike Furry went over this. I'm sure that Bill Lazor went over this. I'm sure that Matt Nagy went over this. But what does it say that this continues to happen, that you let this guy get you twice? He got two of your players for just being an ass. And instead of ignoring it, your guys leaned into it both times. Lance Briggs put something up on Twitter, and I, I amen hallelujahed it. He was saying, either you tolerate it or you coach it. It's one of the two. And, and it's unreal. It's unreal for that to happen. So I feel like if you add up everything, like the totality of Anthony Miller's Bears career, that this should be the end of it. This should just flat out be support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The end of it with him. Because there's not enough upside that he continually shows you that would make it worth it. He doesn't have the production behind his name that even a guy like Eddie Jackson, who I'll get to in a minute, that even a guy like Eddie Jackson has to make it so that you would keep him on your roster. And I always figured that at some point, like, the light would click on for Anthony Miller, and it just hasn't. That at some point, he would be the best version of himself, and he just hasn't. And that's why, going into this game, he had lost snaps to Darnell Mooney. His playing time dropped significantly. What does that tell you? You lost playing time to a fifth-round rookie. What does that tell you? That tells you that you're not doing your job. And having someone like Allen Robinson right in front of you to emulate and to not use that is unforgivable to me. But we probably spend too much time talking about Anthony Miller. Let's talk about Eddie Jackson. Let's talk about the fact that he was guaranteed $33 million when he signed his extension. I got no problem with the Bears giving him the extension at the time. The guy was an all-pro. I got no problem with it. The problem that I have is that he's not the same player, and that's something I'm going to put on him. He has not been productive. He's not done the things that you expect him to do as one of your leaders on your defense. He hasn't taken the ball away. And when given opportunities to take the ball away, he's missed those plays. And because he's not a great tackler, his value drops incredibly low if he's not taking the ball away and scoring points. He's been bad all season long. And it's missed tackles. It was, you talk about the frustrating part about the Bears losing this game. One of the most frustrating parts about it is everything except for one pass. Drew Brees threw one pass over their heads. Everything else was in front of them. Every single pass was in front of them. This wasn't a secret. This is how the Saints play. It's on tape. It's on tape versus the Bears' fronts eight weeks ago that what they like to do is throw the ball underneath and hope that they get some run after catch and they do they get a ton of it and they get a ton of it against the bears because they don't tackle well 
And I know this was a defense that was missing a lot of parts. I get that. You you have to run Manti Teo out there and Kendall Vildor and Duke Shelley, who I actually thought played all right. You You had to roll all of those guys out there. But that doesn't mean that some of your other players, your veteran players that you've, you've come to rely on, that they're missing tackles. It's insane. And with Eddie, it's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating to watch him kind of melt into this player that he has become. The Bears' offense is a big sticking point with most people. Like, we talk about it a lot. We talk about whether or not they can they can live up to the idea of what the Bears' offense should look like in Matt Nagy's head. Guess what? Chicken butt. The Bears are going to have to rebuild their defense, too. And with so many big decisions ahead of the Bears on, like, what to do with Khalil Mack, do you trade him? The more I think about it, the more I say to myself, there's no way in hell you can let Ryan Pace be in charge of this. There's no way you can let him go find your next quarterback. There's no way that you can allow him to try and rebuild. He's had some hits on defense. There's no doubt about it. I think Roquan Smith is one of the, the two or three best linebackers in the game. And his second team, you know, all pro would prove that I'm right in that regard. But you can't allow him to be in charge of this franchise when you look like that in a playoff game. Every decision that he's made I thought was under um, was on display as being mistakes in this game you had questions about the coaching in this game you had questions about football character of players that you drafted and not just drafted moved up to draft giving up draft capital There are questions about all of those things. Your quarterback looked scared. At the end of his fourth year in the NFL, your quarterback looked scared. That's where things stand with the Bears. Why in the world will you then give him the opportunity to go and get another quarterback. None of this stuff has worked. It's all incredibly frustrating. And you start looking at what this team has been. Let's count the playoff games. Because if you count the playoff games that the Bears have played, they're an under 500 team since then. And this game wasn't particularly close once we got to the second half. And I saw someone someone tweeted at me, and it was so right on. 
that 11 points down felt like an eternity. It felt like it was an insurmountable lead that the Bears were trying to come back from. All of it is is complete and utter nonsense. I'm glad that they ended their season with the way that the last two games looked. Because there were plenty of things that were standing in the way of a clear-eyed view of who the Bears are as a franchise right now. Then winning those three games, Arizona losing that game and allowing the Bears to get into the playoffs didn't allow for a, a really clinical look at what the Bears are as a team, as a franchise, as an organization. And the game against the Packers and this game against the Saints in the playoffs showed you everything you needed to know, showed you all the deficiencies that you have as a franchise. They were right there for you. This was a disaster. It was a straight-up disaster. And they should be embarrassed. They should be embarrassed that they had more penalties than points. Are you serious? These dudes had more penalties than points. <sighs> we shall see what happens and if it happens this week. Because people are trying to, to hire folks. It, it's that time of year that people are trying to hire folks. And I think the Bears should be part of that group. It's everything. It's not just that they lost. Like, had they lost and, and given a valiant effort and were just overwhelmed by the Saints' talent, that's one thing. But they lost playing undisciplined, scared football. And who thinks that's a good thing to continue doing? Nobody. So get them on up out of here and let's start over. Oh, but there's the problem. There's no one in the Bears organization that you trust to make changes. No one that you trust to make changes. They're, I swear, they'll, they're they going to go outside this organization again. <laughs> and it's going to make me laugh. You can get at me if you want. House of L podcast at gmail.com if you want to send an email my way. House of L podcast at gmail.com. But this was, this was sad. It was a sad disaster. And the Bears earned every minute of it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.